Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. This week we're going to be talking about how to win firefights. What do you do when you're facing that banger, that player that's just coming at you hard all the time? And in the riff, we're going to talk about some improvement tips for you and your game based on some conversations we recently had in preparation for the Pickleball Summit. So if you're ready for this podcast, let's jump into it. Before we get into the main section of the podcast here, I wanted to remind you about the summit. We're about eight days away or so at the time of recording from the Pickleball Summit beginning. It's going to be an amazing summit. We have a list of presenters that is like nothing I've ever seen in Pickleball. We have about 30 presenters in all different parts of Pickleball and also parts that are next to Pickleball. Things like, uh, like getting your body ready to play, equipment, things like that. Again, I've never seen a list this comprehensive of pickleball uh, expertise and knowledge in one place. So make sure you sign up for the Pickleball Summit. I'll link to the the registration below. You're not going to want to miss this summit. Recently, Jill and I were visiting our family up in Ohio, and I took some time to walk around the pickleball courts that are literally a couple blocks away from, not even a couple blocks, a block away from their house, and walked around, see what's going on, kind of put my finger on the pulse of what's going on out there, pickleball and how people are playing it. And one of the things that I was reminded of is how fast it normally is in rec play. In other words, how hard the balls are hit, how the exchanges happen. I like to think about them in terms of firefights. There's a lot of firefights out there, people just banging at each other. You know, the ball's just coming fast and furious back and forth. Given that most of rec play or a lot of rec play involves firefights, the question is what strategy are you using when you're out there playing that game, when you're out there playing in that firefight situation? You certainly need some sort of strategy in order to play in that environment, just like any environment. But you need a strategy that's specific to the hard-hitting firefight, just back and forth of rec play. So I wanted to give you three options in this podcast and then give you one more specifically or more in detail that might help you deal with those firefights. So let's go through them. So the first option that you have when you're out there is to simply hit harder than anybody else. So if you are hitting the ball harder than anybody else on the courts that you're playing on in your group, then you're probably going to win a lot of the firefights because you hit harder than everybody else. And so your ball will be, it'd be harder for them to control your ball and you'll win those firefights. So that's one option. Another option is you can learn how to do a counter punch. So counter punching might seem like I'm saying the same thing about hitting harder, but it's not necessarily the same thing. A counter, an effective counter punch can be directed at your opponent's feet. uh, So it doesn't have to be Uh, harder than what they're hitting but it does have to be angled properly to either an open space or to uh, the feet of your opponents uh, thereby overcoming their power with placement and with a little bit of pop but not as much pop as they have that's a counter punch that's another option but what do you do if you don't have a good counter punch or you know the other players that you're playing with hit harder than you are you stuck is there nothing you can do good news is the third strategy i'm going to give you in a little more detail in a second will help you overcome the potential disadvantage of playing against someone who hits the ball harder than you when you don't have good counterpunch. You'd like to help your friend or family member learn how to play pickleball, but how? Now it's easy. Pick up a copy of Play Pickleball, A Beginner's Guide. It's the most complete guide to playing pickleball. Available as a digital download or in hard copy at intopickle.com or at Amazon. Let's keep growing the sport. All right, so we're at the courts and we're dealing with the banger. The banger is hitting the balls hard at us. We're in these firefights. It's just back and forth, bang, bang, bang. So we're not going to be the hardest hitter. We've established that. 
we may want to learn a counterpunch. That's fine. Put it on the on the list of things to get to. Uh, but what do we do in the meantime? We're out there playing. Uh, we're getting just slaughtered by these hard shots. What we're going to do is we're going to soften the game. That's the strategy we're going to do. We're going to diffuse the banger. That's the way we like to think about this. And what we're going to do is we're going to slow everything down. We're going to use the power of the banger against them and then let them basically lose the rally. We end up winning, right? But we end up winning because the banger loses the rally. The way it works like this has two parts. The first part is slowing everything down, softening everything down. You're going to use, you're going to do that through a, what's called the block volley. The block volley is a very simple technique in the sense that, simple in the sense that you don't do a lot with your paddle. You basically hold the paddle out in front of you, rough a little bit open, so the, a little bit angled up a little bit, and you just let the ball hit the paddle and then uh, and then die over the net. You can angle it. The angle of the paddle depends on height of ball and things like that. But generally speaking, you're going to just hold the paddle out there. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to let the ball softly come off your paddle with a light grip pressure so that the energy gets absorbed and then the ball uh, comes across the net, hopefully lands inside the non-volley zone or close to non-volley zone, and that makes it difficult for it to be attacked again, at least in the air. So that's the first part is slowing it down, softening it down, and bringing the bang, bang, bang out of the bang, bang, bang into a slow situation that benefits you. If you're not really sure how to do a block volley, I'll link to a video in the show notes. You can check it out there. It'll show you the technique for doing a block volley, and that hopefully will help you uh, you know, figure that shot out and learn that shot in your game. It's a good shot to know anyway, to have nice control on the block volley. Once you've slowed it down, two things are going to happen. Either the banger on the other side of the net is going to hit it slow or hit it fast. Now, if the banger decides to hit it slow back at you, so dink it with you and go, go enter the soft game, then you've essentially won because you forced the banger out of the banger's comfort zone and into your world, into your type of game. So you're the protagonist here. You've said, okay, we're, I want to play a soft game. You've softened it with the block volley and you have basically forced them into your world. The other option is that the banger is just going to do what the banger does, which is to bang the ball again, drive it hard. This time the ball, however, is going to bounce near or inside the non-volley zone. So what happens now is when the banger bangs this ball or hits the ball hard, what you're going to do is simply get out of the way. You're going to let that ball go. Perhaps it lands out, perhaps it lands in. You're just playing the odds on that. If you want to know more about the mathematics of letting out balls go, we don't have time for that in this podcast. I'm going to link below to a place where you can register to receive emails from VI Pickleball. We're basically, we're going to be uh, putting this information out over the next uh, four to six weeks. We have the summit coming up at the end of the month, so we're busy with that. But then after the summit, we're going to start uh, publishing this information. So if you're on the email list, you'll make sure to get a hold of that information. But we did a whole decision tree that shows you how to analyze out balls, how to, how to understand uh, when to let them go, when to hit them. Uh, so, but, but, but trust us, if the ball is near the non-volley zone or in the non-volley zone, when the banger bangs it, your best bet normally is going to be to let it go and play the probabilities that the ball is going to go out enough times versus the other options that are available to you. One way you can learn how to let out balls go is to have a friend uh, one day on the court just drive a bunch of balls at you and you're just going to let them go and just get used to letting those balls go by you, get, get, get the mind away from I have to hit everything that comes towards me. And if you want to see a video on this, I'll link to it in the show notes that shows how to do this technique where you basically learn how to let the balls fly by you. And again, the idea is that enough of those balls will land out so that it makes sense to let them go.
Next time you're playing against a banger, which is likely to occur the very next time you play pickleball, consider using the strategy where you're going to first soften the game, get out of the bang-bang situation, and then the second shot, if they go hard again, you're going to let that ball go. And enough balls will land out based on probabilities, so it's a good strategy for you to give it, give it a shot and see how it works out for you. Trust me when I tell you that nothing frustrates a banger more than to watch their drive land harmlessly out of bounds. It'll drive them insane and you will be the protagonist of the game, controlling what happens and setting the tone and hopefully winning the game. In the riff, I'm gonna talk about pickleball improvement and share with you some thoughts about how you can improve as a pickleball player. Stay tuned for the riff. You've studied the pickleball videos, maybe read a pickleball book, taken a lesson or two, but there's just something missing, something to complete the whole picture. That's where VI Pickleball comes in. VI Pickleball is the most immersive pickleball learning community available today. You can check out more information at wearepickleball.com. See you in the community. This week I had the pleasure of interviewing Picklepong Deb. Deb Harrison, one of the best players in our game. She's been playing the game for about 17 years. She's a content creator, has really good uh, videos on YouTube. You can find her under Picklepong Deb there. And, uh, you know, just an all-around great player, uh, understands the game, uh, has been at it for a long time and uh, very successfully. And in chatting with her in preparation for the summit, and again, if you haven't registered for the summit yet, I'll link to it below. Make sure you check out that summit. It's going to be amazing. But one of the things she said when we were chatting was about, you know, improving as a pickleball player. She said that uh, one of the things that she recommends is our wall drills. And, I, you know, I recommend wall drills, so I think that's fantastic. And then she shared a story where basically where she lives, they have these uh, like storage units and she can basically move some stuff aside, have a concrete wall and drill against the wall. So I asked her, I said, are you drilling against the wall? And she goes, yeah, I drill against the wall all the time. And I was like, wait a minute, you're Deb Harrison. You have medals at almost every level. And not, she has medals at every level, uh, medals in every uh, you know, nationals, U.S. Open, uh, regionals. I mean, you name it, she's medaled at the highest level, right? She's she played, She's played in four or five age brackets during her time. And it, she's playing at the highest level in those brackets and meddling at those brackets. But today, in, in June 2021, Deb Harrison is still hitting against the wall. So when we think about ourselves and improvement in the game, don't discount uh, techniques or approaches that may seem too basic. You know, like you could say, okay, I'm a 4.0 player. I'm a solid 3.5. I'm getting to a 4.5, whatever your number is. And so wall drills just don't work for me. I, I need on court with spin. I, you know, I'm in a different, I'm in a different level of my game. Um, if Deb Harrison can benefit from wall drills, and I can assure you that when I've used wall drills, it's helped me, then wall drills are good for you. So consider using some of the basic tools that are out there. Don't discount them because they seem too basic for you and keep, you know, keep using those in your game. Remain humble about your learning and your continuing to improve in the game. And it'll definitely uh, behoove you or work to your benefit to do that. That's what we have for this week on Pickleball Therapy. Hope you enjoyed it. If you liked it, give us a rating on whatever podcast platform you're using. That'll help other pickleball players get this podcast. The other thing is, if you liked it, share it with your friends. Remember, if you liked it, they probably will too. I hope to see you all at the summit. Be well out there.